Episode 23, The A.D. Girls, 1983-1989. In 1983, Marceline had an athletic director who was not the head football coach. This was a first for the school district and offered a unique opportunity for change. I had a lot of new ideas in mind, but I positively knew what my first change would be. For years, I had seen how much help the student assistants in the high school office provided. I wanted to utilize this resource in the athletic office. I should confess that a foolish, sexist stereotyping existed then. All of the office assistants at that time were girls. When I decided to recruit student workers for the AD office, I never considered that a boy could do the work just as well as a girl. I asked the high school secretary, Judy Toops, for advice in choosing three girls. My intention was to have one student worker assigned for each of my three free periods. It didn't always work out that way, and I soon discovered that the right high school students can work very well without supervision. One thing that made this change feasible was the relocation of the athletic office. For years, ADs had used the small office in the boys' locker room. But with the sport of wrestling temporarily suspended in 1980, a new option was available. The large storage room in the field house had been designed to store the wrestling mats when not in use. The district had kept the mats, but they could now be stored on the floor of the auditorium. The large room was converted to office space with room for two desks. In addition to the office area, the proximity to the basketball court also offered a convenient place for officials to go during halftime and between games. The only thing it lacked was a window, for which I lobbied, unsuccessfully, for years. The first assistants in the athletic office were Angie Doral, Tina Stella, and Kathy Jones. In order to describe the work they did, I need to explain how an office worked in 1983. There were no computers. I don't remember if there was a copy machine in the principal's office, but we certainly didn't have one. We used an electric typewriter and carbon copy paper to produce documents. Now, if you don't know what a carbon copy is, ask a senior citizen. We often collated papers by hand. If you don't remember, well, you know. We made a lot of signs using cardboard stencils and permanent markers. 
After we settled into the work, we did our own eligibility rosters and purchase orders. I was still teaching four hours a day, so I'm sure that the girls often graded papers for me. Not all of the work done by the office girls was inside the office. I remember that because of the time of the day when she was scheduled to work, Angie Doral often was called upon to go with me to help me mark the track. This was not always a pleasant task, especially in the early spring when it was still cold. But Angie never complained, and she even returned for a second year in the athletic office. She was the only student to ever do multiple years of service. Kimmy Lake was another aide who had an unpleasant job. She was responsible for keeping the activities sign in the schoolyard up to date. The sign was not electronic back then. Kimmy had to place four-inch metal letters and numbers in a tray to show what events were coming up. Of course, in the winter, when it was the coldest, that was when the sign had to be updated the most often. The role of the student assistants continued throughout my six years as athletic director. The work changed a lot in that time. As computers and copy machines became more common, the office staff adjusted, learned, and became more efficient. Wrestling returned as a middle school and high school sport. In 1987, I left the classroom for good, so there were no more papers for the girls to grade. I never had a problem with the attitude or work ethic of any of the girls. For six years, they provided services that enhanced the image and reputation of the athletic office, and that helped me establish my qualifications to be the secondary principal in 1989. Thanks, girls. Here are the girls who served as office assistants in the athletic office. Angie Doral, Kathy Jones, Tina Stella, Angie Doral, Pam Toops, Susan Wood, Kathy Cup, Retha Daniels, Shannon Lockwood, Lori Daniels, Jennifer Lake, Kelly Toops, Cassie Foster, Stacy Lane, Sheila Niemeyer, Jeannie Nall, Brenda Haney, Kimmy Lake, Christy Lee, and Lori Lichtenberg.